Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. An Odyssey station. Well, we retained 12 guys. We added uh, Andre Drummond, uh, Goran Bragic, and uh, Galen Terry as a, as a rookie. So a lot of the same guys, and we tried to build the chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, that's AK, and who knows when we'll hear from him again. Maybe next week, after the deadline passes, we will hear from Arturis Karnaschovas. We were talking about the Bulls. Dan and Layla and I were having this discussion about the Bulls. And we obviously, like when the three of us get together, we have a little bit of fun with all sorts of stuff. And the boys were playing Jim Boyle and stuff. And it dawned on me, like when I walked out of here, I was thinking about it. I'd written the column for the Sun-Times yesterday. Uh, Thanks, by the way, for the support of the column. The column's done very well. So I appreciate that. Wednesdays, I have something that drops in the Tribune. You can read it online usually Tuesday night. Um... I felt like, I'm like, man, why am I so bothered by this? Because I'm not ordinarily bothered by this type of stuff with teams that aren't the White Sox. Like with the White Sox, I still go a little bit crazy. I don't go crazy when it comes to the Bears. Like I, I've i lost that. I'm glad that you're building that back up after covering them, but it's just gone. During games. I, otherwise, I'm, I'm fine. During games, I'm a, I'm a basket case. And the, the Bulls make me crazy sometimes, too. But I finally, I think I've come to a conclusion on why I feel this way about the Bulls. Like, why this season has been so perplexing for me. I think it's because I they were out of sight, out of mind to me as an organization. In the last couple of years of Garpacks, it had it stopped even being fun talking about their incompetence. Like, that wasn't even fun for me. Even at the nadir of the Boylan administration? I laughed the way that you would approach it, the way that you and Layla would approach that stuff. I laughed at it the way you and Connor would joke about it. Like, I, that made me laugh. But I, I didn't have any strong feelings other than this guy is clearly a clown and he shouldn't be coaching your team. So I I think that my issue with it is all of the newness felt so good. Here's new people who are in charge. Here's a new basketball coach. Here are new players, and they're players that can actually produce on the floor, and Zach will finally get some help here. And to a certain degree, they got that. And last year, the, the first four months of the season last year, were very exciting. Seeing the Bulls be relevant in a way that they hadn't been relevant in a couple, in, in, in almost a decade because of what Derrick Rose had done. And I, I, I feel like I didn't do a good enough job 
as a fan or a talk show host with really being clinical about the new boss. Like, I equated good with new instead of allowing it, in some cases, to play out. Now, now we have more data that, that we can compile, and we can look at the the first half of last season and say, oh, that's the outlier. That's the outlier. This is more the truth. I guess I was just expecting more, and I was expecting more because it was different from Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley. I don't like that we never hear from them. There's no relationship. There's no relationship there. And say what you want about John Paxson, but his 17 years in large part was built up through capital that was part of a, a relationship with fans. And yeah, it probably bought him more time. Than, and and he, I think he knew it at the end that it, the Johnny jump shot had, had had a, a sort of grandfathered in because of all the, the goodwill. And, and I like John. Yeah. I, really, I think all of us do. Yeah. I think everybody, everybody likes him and feels that you know him a little bit. And you always like, look, even if he got stuff wrong, and he got a lot of stuff wrong. And we called him on the carpet for it. You always felt like he desperately wanted to get it right. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he just let go of the steering wheel. It's just that his philosophy didn't really track with where the game was. And some of it was luck. And some of it was the injury to Derek. But it felt like they kept using that as a crutch and an excuse. But there was never a point where I'm looking at John and I'm like, oh, he doesn't care. He cared, and he probably cared too much. And maybe it was different for me because I, I traveled with those teams, I covered those teams, and I spent a lot of time at, at hotel bars with a lot of people in that organization that the relationship was different. But right now, as, as, a, as a fan and as a, an observer professionally, something's missing from my Bulls relationship. Hmm. And I admire the job that Billy Donovan has done as a front man. Because, boy, if, if that's why he got the contract extension, because he does all the talking for this team. He, he's, he does it all. He is the forward-facing contact for the Bulls. And that shouldn't be the case. everything. I would like more of a relationship. It, and, if, and if Arturis Karnaschovas doesn't want to do it, isn't comfortable, I know English isn't his first language, but that's why you hire Mark Eversley. Right. He's smooth as silk, man. Mark Mark is a, Mark is a, is a is a accomplished and respected dude. Have him have a fireside chat every once in a while. It doesn't have to be you know giving away state secrets. It just has to be meeting us halfway. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're thinking. Here's why you should believe in us. Here's here's what 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 the plan is. Here's what we'd like to do. Here's what we've gotten wrong. That I I don't get that from them. As things have gotten bad for the Bulls, we're left with Billy and the players, and you know they're the ones that are most responsible for it, but the roster construction part of it is significant. And trying to just even figure out what it is that they, what they think they are. Who do you think you are? I am. What, whatever they think that they are, I, I'd like to know. I'm so curious about this trade deadline. Like we were talking about during transition yesterday. If you if you don't trade Vooch, doesn't that mean you have to think about re-signing him? 
Because you got to find out what he thinks he's doing. Like at, at the very least, those conversations about, hey, Nicola, what's your what's your plan this summer? Is if you don't know that, and you haven't had had that that channel of information built, you're screwed. Right. And the other part you keep bringing up, which I also think is significant, their calling card, the two of them, is development. Development of players. And we are not seeing development. I also think that they're that the way that the Bulls play, and this texture says I'd respect Billy if he actually did his job better. Fair. Fair enough. The coaching part of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I- fair. But but I look at, to me, the only guy that you're really talking about developing at this point is Patrick Williams. And his development is going to be stunted because you play this style of ball. Well, maybe Dalen Terry has to count there because it's a first-round pick, and, and, and that was traits. I, I mean that 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 was a raw material developmental pick. I mean, great. I'm not expecting. I wasn't expecting much from Dalen Terry when they drafted him. If they can develop him into a rotational player, great. That would be awesome. I do think that they deserve some credit, although I would probably give most of the credit to Io being a competent backup point guard to him. You know, like the work that he put in, the work that Brad Underwood put in with him, his coach in, in high school. Yeah, I just see him as maxed out. Right. That, that there isn't any more developmental room there. He's not going to be able to jump higher. Maybe he shoots a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, he could become a better three-point shooter. That is something that you, if he's going to survive in the league and have a long career, I do think that's something that he has to add to his game. But I'm just kind of um, sad's not the right word. I'm frustrated because the Bulls were a non-entity to me until the beginning of last year. And now I I really want them to do better. And I, I don't understand why we aren't seeing them try. And you're right. Like the relationship with PAX is, is built over, you know, 30 years, 40 years of him being around the Bulls as an organization. And maybe it's not fair to expect the same thing from Acme. But I don't I don't know what Mark Eversley sounds like. I know what Artur sounds like. I don't know what Mark Eversley sounds like. That's not good. That's what I mean. Something's missing in the relationship. And they don't think it's important. And I hate that they don't think it's important. And I, I'm mad at myself because I was like, well, you were thinking that way. And you probably should have stayed thinking that way. And and I feel like they're really missing an opportunity to connect with people and let them understand. And maybe we'll, maybe we'll get all of this next week. Maybe after they make their decision, they can go, okay, now we can talk about this. But it, it, it shouldn't have to be because things are going bad necessarily. It would just be nice to feel like you were – like we know what the, the plan is with Ryan Poles right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of us can look and see – what the tea leaves are. And if he makes a left turn on this, we're all going to be like, why'd you do that? And this season, Ryan Poles did a much better job than his predecessor of coming out and saying, this is why we did blank. 
Now, I get that football and basketball are completely different sports. I just don't get a sense of connection with this front office that they are aware of where their failings are as a team and if they have actual solutions to fix them. And I always go by the Theo Epstein rule that he said. He said, I need to be more visible when times are tough. That's what he said. He, when, when he would take the time to go down to the dugout and say, ask me anything. And he, it was always when, when, when there were difficult times is when he was more available because he said that was his responsibility. Yep. It, I, it just it hit me yesterday when I was driving home after I sneezed because I saw the sun. Um, it, it just hit me like, man, this doesn't it, none of this feels right. It, it doesn't feel good. And I, I want to try to figure out how we can get to that point. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.